Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Live Love Memphis group at the real estate agency wants to make some magic. They want to help you get the most money for your home. And they want to help you get multiple offers and help guide you through that process. That is what they do every single day at the Live Love Memphis group. They keep their clients happy. And their clients tell their friends, and then their friends are happy. And it's just a beautiful cycle for the Live Love Memphis group. That is what they do. So if you want to be a part of it and help get the most money from your home, for your home, reach out. So to LiveLoveMemphis.com. Uh, and having been with us as long as they have and done as much for my family as they did, they're, it's family now, Live Love. So we're sending you to family. So know with that we have high expectations of family uh, if we're going to have you come join them. And as John said, it's going to be to get the most money for your home. She's going to take care of you. You're going to be happy. Um, no nervous moments, anything like that. I believe me, Jennifer Carsonson is fantastic at what she does. Uh, first-time home buyers, those of you in renting situations, feel free. 625-5200. Don't let your assumptions, uh, like they did for me for so long, keep you from making the call. Jennifer Carsonson, if there's a pathway to home ownership, she's going to be the one to get you there. Uh, you've just got to make the call. Again, 625-5200. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. They must have amnesia. They forgot that I'm him. Who said that? The, 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 they must have amnesia. They forgot that it's time to do the rundown. Let's go. It's the Rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. All right, so we do have a, an update. I know a lot of people were wondering about Jonathan Taylor. I actually am wondering about Jonathan Taylor. Like, what the hell the is going on there? The season is about to start, bro. The season is about to start, and uh, they do not have a trade that has, to, to date, been consummated. So and Ursa is like Drago. If he dies, he dies. Right. If Jonathan Taylor doesn't play and we suck, no, nobody's going to miss us. It's just weird. Man. Yeah. I mean, not uh, not not wrong. 
in terms of like the, the the relevancy of the Colts without him. As we've talked about, there's reason here because your rookie quarterback needs all the help he can get. Yeah. Um, but Ian Rapport said on the Pat McAfee show, was it yesterday, uh, yeah. that uh, there is real interest in him and it's likely he gets traded as long as the offer is good enough. I think a trade probably gets done. So He still uh, thinks it's more likely than Colts keeping him. Yeah, the Dolphins are engaged uh, That's with the one. Colts. That's the one to me. I mean, if they get Jonathan Taylor, man, whew. The same thing. I mean, it, I, I applied the same logic with Dalvin Cook. I mean, if, if you get him, you're keeping him away from the rest of the AFC East. I, I look at it the same way. If I'm the Bills, I don't want the Dolphins getting, you know, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Now, again, are the Bills in a position where they can offer Jonathan Taylor a long-term contract? You know, Dolphins may be a little bit better positioned to do that. But, I mean, if I'm the Bills, if I'm the Dolphins – I'd be looking seriously at this, and the Dolphins seem best positioned. You know what Mike McDaniel would say if he ends up getting Jonathan Taylor, right? No. Must have amnesia. They forgot that I'm him. Who is that? It's some it's, old man. It's really a mystery that you don't need to know the is answer to. Is it some to. TikTok thing you're um, locked in no, on? No, it's not. It's really not, man. But I think uh, we can incorporate some of the things that uh, that's on that video into the show. I really do. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that would take them. Um, I mean, Dolphins. R- right now, I yeah, right now I have them out of the playoffs um, for a variety of reasons. But if you add Jonathan Taylor to the mix. You have the Dolphins out of the playoffs right now. Yeah, it's too crowded, bro. It's too crowded in that division. It's too crowded in the AFC. Who are you putting them over? I'll listen. I think there's every chance in the world three teams going to make it out of that division, just like three teams made it out of the NFC East last year. NFC East was a great division last year. Three teams make the playoffs. Who are they in over? Somebody's got to not be in. Right, I mean, so you have you have the Bengals, you have the Ravens, you have the Steelers, who may be making a push. No, there. no, don't take Steelers off the table. The, I, I'll give you, I'll go, I'll go Ravens as the wild card behind the Bengals. Okay, right, and I'm taking the other two wild cards from the East. Wow, I guess there are uh, seven spots now, John. Yeah, I guess that that is true. And I would think that's the like. I, I would think that the way the odds are set up in the books, it's my. I think they're minus one ten either way. Yeah, yes, no. I'll tell you this right now. You're going to put Dolphins ahead of Steelers to make the playoffs. All right, so look. So, so you better give me another team from the – So Bills, Jets, that's two. Because because you tell me, is Jacksonville Titans both making it? Bengals, Ravens. No. Exactly. Exactly. So you're going to have one from the south, just like usual. Chargers, Chiefs, and Broncos. That, that means it's going to be the Broncos or the Dolphins, right? That's what it comes down to? Yeah, and I, I still I feel great about the Dolphins in that spot. The only thing is the health, right? Again, you're too low on the Dolphins. That's what I'm pointing to. I think that's so that there are seven spots: Bills, Jets, two, uh, Cincinnati Ravens, four, mm-hmm. Jacksonville, five. Yeah, it could it, 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 the Chargers. It's the Chargers, Broncos, and Dolphins that will be vying for that third, that last spot. Do you think they the, the Dolphins are better than both those teams? Yes, I think you're right. With two are healthy. They, I, are. I think you're right. They have right. JF Jalen Ramsey now to join Chubb. That defense yeah. should not be bad. But it's it's a it's a tough ask though. You know, I mean, it is. It's it's. Uh, I mean, you have it's all about health. It's all about can that and they don't have Jalen Ramsey as you talked about. Like you just you don't, don't have him to st- but he's going to play this year. Maybe at some point. I mean, yeah, gonna, he says he's playing. He's not playing like a boss though. I think that's the and, and we know this bag of you 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 too low on the Dolphins it, and you and just, now that you've looked at the big picture, you would put them over Pittsburgh and Denver well, as well. Well, health is is always the the permanent question in the NFL, and so that's why I would. It's a big, it's a big question mark yeah. with two. I'll give you that. With the, with the Chargers, I, I I have coaching questions. You know, um, 
They did draft Quentin Johnson, who maybe will help uh, the offensive efficiency there for Herbert. Um, Broncos, you know, I have questions about the QBs. Like, is Russ okay? Is he is Mr. Unlimited now Mr. Very Much Limited? I think that's the uh, the question there. The questions are are lit, are are fewer with the Dolphins. It's very simple what their problems are. One question, and it's a big one, and you can't change it. Uh, but if but he did jujitsu this offseason, right? I'm not sure if you saw that. If it never happens, it's been everywhere. If he can stay healthy, talked about it too much. Yes, uh, I would. Uh, I would agree with that. Anyway, um, Jonathan Taylor going to be, be traded uh, at some point. Who, to who we do not know. The Patriots are trading Nick Folks, Nick Folk to the Titans. Uh, they another kicker trade today. This okay, is just yeah, breaking. Right. yeah. The breaking t- news. The Titans. Uh, who were they rolling out there? A kicker. This this uh, was. I it? didn't see who they were. I, this is just. I mean, just reported here. Uh, and then the Will Lutz got traded to the Broncos by the Saints. Um, and they are going to uh, roll with group groupie uh, in New Orleans, but Will Lutz is going to Denver. It's nice to have a kicker that you can depend on. Have yes. be in the kicker market, Cairo Santos. Can I ask, like, what? Yes. Uh, you know, there was never. You know, you know how sometimes people will say, "Who's your kicker?" GTBW. You know how sometimes people will say that. Yeah, no, I don't know what it is. I mean, good to be white, right? People will say yeah, that. Yeah, that's not something I hear quite a bit. Uh, I don't know that phrase at all, but. I've never thought that phrase was more true than when I turned on a Denver Broncos game in the preseason, and their starting kicker was Brett Maher, the dude that missed like 10 straight field goals for the Cowboys last season. It's a real problem on the back end. And I just I – Kickers. Could, I, I could not believe that this dude – For those that don't have one. Yes, the Cowboys have struggled. Getting too. a chance. Now, who, it's, who's the Cowboys kicker now? I have no idea. I don't know who they. Well, I don't keep track of kickers, bro. Well, no. there's only 32 of them, my guy. I mean, it's Ro- actually less. It seems like good ones. Yeah, that's exact. That's my point. You get Butker, you there's just about, pay him a bunch of money. Is it Greg the Leg? Like is it Zerline? 17, 18 good ones, and the rest are all just yeah. filing, f- filing through them. Yeah. I think it's Zerline. Uh, I think you're Gre- right, Greg the Leg. I think he's there. But they didn't like him. I mean, they're yeah, like, Brett yeah, Meyer I guess we'll bring him. Yeah. Brett Meyer was missing friggin' chip shots. Uh, Riley Patterson. This is this is what I don't understand. Riley Patterson, you know, the Memphis product, yeah. kicked a huge field goal for the uh, – he was big for the Jacks Jax. last year. He kicked a big field goal at the end of the playoff game in Arrowhead to bring that thing to seven. Um, and they cut him. And they cut him at the end of the season for Brandon McManus, um, who's like, okay. You know, I mean, he, at, he, at his peak he was great, but that's in Denver in altitude, you mm. know. And so now Riley Patterson is back in Detroit as their starting kicker. I, I don't understand that. I don't understand the the, the – Musical chairs with the Weird. kickers, man. Um, Cade York was bad. Cade York missed missed every relevant field goal in the preseason. So They're the sending a seventh in. rounder and twenty five for Nick. Yeah, I mean the Dustin, that's pretty decent. Dustin Hopkins was traded, uh, I think, uh, back to uh, the Browns. I want to say because uh, they cut Cade York. So, I mean, there's a lot of movement, and it is an important position. You know, it's nice to have uh, uh, Justin Tucker. Our kicker is Daniel Carlson. He's great. Yeah, he's really good. But he was cut, man. He was cut by I think the Vikings. It's like, what? What are you guys not seeing? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, how do how do you cut a guy that goes on to be like one of the most accurate kickers in the NFL? It's like, what? It, I, I don't understand. Yet Brett Maher and De- and Cade York are out here getting opportunities. Like the the kickers that you can count on, I honestly believe there are three, maybe four. Carlson's probably there. I think he might be fourth. Uh, but it's it's McPherson. It's Butker and it's uh and it's and it's Justin Tucker. Yep. Is there am I missing one? I mean, you got Santos messed up. Santos. 
Cairo Santos. Oh, for uh, uh, this Fair is Bear. the Bears. Yeah, he's been fine. Who no. was your guy in the playoffs that shanked it a few years ago when we were Parker. at your house? Is yeah, it, yeah, it was Cody Park. We right? were having we were having struggles at the kicker yeah. position. Yeah, yeah, you got it right now. Santos came and cleaned it up. Yeah, he did. Robbie Gold had been the the yeah, standard Gold for was us the for, one years. for years. And then after that is when we had all that mess in there. All right, so uh, Lions fans listening, they didn't cut rather they traded him. Okay. But it's to me, it's that you got rid of him. Like what for a conditional seventh round pick? Like right. why did you do that just to bring in uh, Brandon McManus? Um, Fairbairn from Houston is one of them. He's a uh, uh, Prater is is pretty reliable for Arizona. Um, he kicks like sixty yarders. You know, um, I don't know though if like if I our guy in Philly who is a oh uh, yeah Jake Elliott I mean, is Elliott's got to be he's up there. firmly entrenched. Man, Jake Elliott is booming kicks. Yeah, from like 50, he's killing it. Yeah, he's he hit, good. I think he hit a fifty-six or fifty-seven yarder in the preseason. Like, yeah, he is. You're right. It's a good call. Um, he deserves to be uh, in that in that in that group. He got off to a rough start at the beginning of his career, and now he's absolutely like one of the best place kickers in the NFL. Um, Riley Riley doesn't have quite the leg of Jake Elliott. I think he did miss one uh, for the Lions in the preseason, but I mean I still think he's one of the better ones. But he but, was ranked. Uh, I'm looking at a list going into last season from CBSSports.com of the top ten kickers entering the league, and uh, it goes it goes ten to one. Folk, who you mentioned, was ten. This is going into last season. Robbie Gold's nine. Your guy Jake Elliott is seventh huh. on this list. You mentioned you mentioned McPherson, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, he's got to be like. Was top he one three, or two? Uh, McPherson, no, McPherson's eight. This Where was again. Butker? This is going into last yeah, year. Yeah, last year. Gotcha. I'll keep uh, going. Yeah, okay. Seven was Jake Elliott. Six was a uh, six is is M- Matt Gay. Did y'all name him the Rams? Missed him. He's not. He's not with the Rams anymore. Uh, Where's he at then? If he was this high, Daniel Carson of the Raiders is five. You you said three or four or five, right? He's is in Tampa. Matt Gay in Tampa, Gay? yeah, yeah. Uh, y'all didn't say Young Hoku, who Young Huey, <laughs> Young Huey, bro. <laughs> I like pronouncing it that. I way. I think he's the Falcons kicker, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's number. He was number four yeah. going into last season. Your boy Butker was third going into last year, and then the the other two are the guys. And Fairbairn, Chris Boswell of the Steelers was number two going into last year, and then Justin Tucker, obviously number one. Uh, Kaimi Fairbairn was twenty nine of thirty one last year for the Texans. Pretty good. He would probably have moved into this yeah. list then. Yeah. Maybe be ten or nine or eight. Uh, he was. He did not miss a field goal in uh, in the two thousand twenty three preseason. Only year. two, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe there are more kickers that are actually decent than we thought. Yeah, I think it's like half. The, it's fifteen or so, right. isn't it? More right. so than and the rest of the teams are all trying to right. Fine. They're constantly recycling the same guys and going through the same guys. Well, I saw something like on Twitter the other day. Like, basically, you it's a waste of a draft pick to draft a kicker, like because the the success rate. I don't remember what, they, what what year they started, but the success rate of undrafted field goal kickers their their percentage was actually higher than, than drafted than, ones. Yeah, and there might be like a psychological thing there. It's like, oh man, you spent a draft pick on me. What like, did y'all spend on Janikowski? Oh, that was a first rounder. Yeah, that was, so that was always be ridiculous. Yeah, that was seventeen. But but he stayed. He was there forever. He was ended up being. He was the franchise leader in points when he retired. But it's a first round pick. But yeah, it's yeah. definitely not a. I mean, unless he's kicking seventy five yarders. I don't think it's right. which he. I'm sure we tr- tried. I think we did try. Who was in the front office at that point? Uh, that would have been an Al Davis pick. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I know Bruce Allen might have been there, but uh, what's the? I, I remember Lane Kiffin did some Florida State. Where is yeah, that? yeah, Janikowski's Florida State. Yeah, uh, I remember Lane pulled some ish. Now this is back when Lane. Yep, they did try a 76 yarder. 
Lane. Tri- oh my God. Lane tried a seventy-six yes, yarder. Because he's a fool. Now, amazingly, we were winning this game, sixteen to zero. And I think uh, it was anticlimactic. I want to say that that it was blocked. Fell way short. I think it was blocked. I think because you have to like you have to, it has to be low you to come at it. Yeah. Yeah, like it wasn't even like uh, you know, because you're sitting there, you're like, oh, you're in the crowd, like, man, they're gonna try a 76 yarder. This is gonna be crazy, and then it doesn't even get paid. It just no. dies immediately. You got kicked too low, you know. But if there were ever anybody in the world that could do it, uh, it would. Well, no, actually, I take it back. He did get it off. He got it all the way down to the three yard line, and it was returned. Uh, but he got it all the way down to the three yard I mean, line. He's 13 yards short. He's woefully short. Is that 13? Yes, yeah, 10 for the, the end zone. The end, yeah, 10 so plus the end. 63, and it wasn't online either. It was, it was, it was, uh, it was to the right. No. But, uh, okay, so 63 is your – that's not what you spent a first-rounder on, my brother. 63-yarders I mean, are just getting Tucker kicked does, every, yeah. yeah, that's nothing. What did he hit with the uh, – Isn't it now 64 or something? What's I want to say 66 yeah. from Justin Tucker in 2001. 64 from Prater in 13. My yeah, goodness, Justin that was the, uh, the sixty. A the sixty-six yarder was the one that bounced wow. off the thing and went in, right? Yeah, buddy, sixty-six. Woo, that's a, a monster. That's a lot. Six, that, that's how many feet is that? Sixty-six yards is how many feet? What the hell you want to know that for? That's almost two hundred feet. That man hit that ball, bro. Like that. That's easier for me to process. Like two hundred feet, he kicked the ball up and in. That's, do you think you could make a 30-yarder? <laughs> no, I couldn't make one from five yards beyond the end zone right now. What's cra- I practice. What's crazy is like when I went to the Super Bowl party uh, in Vegas for the, for, you know, for the, uh, for the yeah. party and stuff, um, they had that set up where you could kick it, you know? And, and I wasn't going to em- possibly embarrass myself. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a father. I'm 31 years old at that time. Like, I'm not going to be out here trying to kick field goals. But I was watching everybody else. They were all awful. Yeah, like it's ter- it's nobody terrible. even got embarrassing. Close. Nobody even got close. You know, I, I don't, you have to at least have a soccer bra- background if you're some civilian's going to come. Like the, the to get it up off the ground. Like yeah, you can't. That's the problem is people don't get off the ground. Right. Yeah, worm burners. You have to hit it off the side of your foot, don't you? Isn't it the way it works? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's that side of the toe, just like it is in soccer, right? And then you it's more of a you, soccer kick, like a then, golf club. So so you, those us civilians can't do that kick. And then you hit it 200 feet. It's like, also where you're too high on that ball that ain't going up. And us civilians usually hit kick it too high. We're too high on the ball. Man, that just I, I tell you what, Not low I, enough. I think that is a I think that is a um a skill that people think they can do. You know, they think, Oh, I can make that. I even I can make a twenty five yarder. And then they get out there and they're like, I can't make I can't even get this ball uh, you know, close. You should have your son specialize in kicking or long snapping. Okay. Those are two very different tasks. I'm just saying, there's a spot for him. The long snapper is the guy that hikes the ball. Who's who was our local long snapper play a long time? Oh, one Ravens uh, play ECS. Uh, uh, Morgan Cox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a skill to it. It's yeah. tough too. You gotta like. There's a skill to it. And, and, if, and if you're good, they'll keep you forever. They'll keep you around. Forever. What's interesting in watching Hard Knocks this year? I did. I learned something on Hard Knocks because Aaron likes the ball like a spiral. I guess when you long snap at him, if he's in shotgun. Some of these guys, they don't want a spiral. They just want a bullet, you know, or they want it up. Some of them have their hands further up there, you know what. It's kind of interesting to learn some of this stuff, the idiosyncrasies of these uh, long snappers and the snappers under center. Yeah. Um, how about that? So, um, 
Yeah, kick, kicking in the NFL. Cowboys here, according to Isaac, is uh, is Brandon Aubrey who kicked in the USFL. It's not that's Greg new, isn't it? I, th- I thought there was a competition there. I but, did too. I mean, I look. I don't. I don't try to. I don't really keep up with all the uh, kicking competitions in the NFL. I, clearly, the the Bears one is figured out. We got Cairo Santos. Dude, we've been locked in with Santos for a couple of years now. Yeah, after the you moved on from, Then y'all draft Eddie Pinheiro? No, I think y'all got him from us, or I don't remember. Yeah, we don't remember us drafting any kickers. Yeah. Aubrey won the job, it says here, this camp. So he, they brought him in and got him. Oh, they've had him. He, so they've been working him in camp, and now Jerry said they like they like Aubrey. Yeah, I, I mean, USFL, too. I mean, there's yeah. a couple of guys in the USFL that have uh, gotten roster spots in the NFL, so that's kind of working as intended. Um, yeah, anyway, lots of uh, transactions as it is cut-down day uh, in the NFL. Next story. Uh, usually we don't do a ton of baseball talk around here, but there were several things to talk about from this uh, 14-4 Braves win last night over the Colorado Rockies. Number one, our man Hunter Goodman, the former Tiger that shined in his debut the night before at Camden Yards in Baltimore, helped them get the win, went two for four, got another RBI in this game, obviously on the losing end, 14-4, and then another local product we talk about quite a bit, Austin Riley in that game goes two for five, uh, including a home run, three RBI for him. But the uh, the story of the game, and I, I, it, maybe you've seen it on, on your on your social medias, everything else, is Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, the fantastic outfielder for the Braves, was uh, approached by two fans, not one, but two fans. One is clearly, you can tell, is trying to take a selfie with him. Remember, this is a game in Colorado. Acuna with the Braves is in the outfield. Fan comes over. Uh, and, you know, puts his arm around him, whatever else, and is trying clearly to take a selfie. Security gets over, pulls him off, and while they're doing that, another fan gets over to Acuna during this game, in-game, and knocks him to the ground to the point that Acuna is almost like bewildered. Like, what's going how – many, how many more are coming to that point? Really, you could tell – can't even tell what's going on, quite frankly. And then security is able to get the other guy. But what was scary is just how close they got and how, you know – security in baseball, and I realize, listen, you know, you, you've got to run out onto the field and get there. Baseball's a sprawling field, so there's, you know, you got to get to Acuna over in right field, but just the fact that these fans were able to get there so quick, uh, what if they wanted them and had a weapon? One of them, what if one of them's got a, a mental illness or is drunk out of his skull, whatever else? It was scary in the sense, and, and I guess, you know, a good thing here, fortunate that, that these fans apparently had no ill intentions, perhaps other than to get a selfie, but it, it baseball today, Manfred's got to be looking at a situation, you know, going through, I would imagine, each team and their security measures because you cannot have it where you've got players, you've got fans running right up to the players in the middle of games and capable of doing pretty much whatever they want to them. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you think about what could have happened and what, you know. If, if, Let if, it be if, a reminder. Yeah. Got, maybe they've gotten a little lax again in some right, spots or whatever. Right, Just right, t- right. It'll be a tight, I'm sure you'll get the, you know, every team cc today to tighten up, you know. Tighten up measures because we can't have this. But yeah, man, it, was, it could have been anything. Uh, could have been any any kind of fan running out there. And with the situations we've seen all over this this country, man. I mean, did you see the White Sox game? The, the report is that the the, the shots came from inside uh, uh, the White Sox uh, stadium the other day. Uh, folks got shot in the game. And so yeah, I mean, just this week alone in baseball, uh, enough of a reminder to to tell folks to tighten up here. Yeah, I, and I just, I mean, I I, I thought Ronald like handled it. You know, pretty, uh, pretty well. Like he was like laughing, laughing it off, and but you just like, yeah, like when you when you combine, you know. Well, I appreciate him, but you can't. And, but in that instance, you you you, 
right? Some other, oh, some he, other, don't, he won't so, care. We'll just call well, it. Exactly. Yeah. They'll see that situation see that Ronald Acuna was cool with all of them yeah. and, and encourage other fans to do the same damn thing after they've had three, four beers or whatever else. So now baseball got to put a you, – you can't have these instances because what we'll have is a bunch of – Fools and copycats and everything else that run out there try to do the same thing and maybe one with you know certainly more ill intentions than these two guys but uh, tighten up baseball we've had some serious serious safety issues here this week uh, all right we're gonna come back Adam Turnoff's gonna join us at 125 we'll talk to him uh, about the NFL week one some plays he's got how you can be a better NFL better all that and more Jason and John are you trying to film ESPN okay picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We've got it. We've got the University of Memphis football program's depth chart. Oh, Uh, yeah. Finally ready to talk about the program that matters. That's right. Not that trash East Tennessee institution as our... Listeners on X say. You're right. You spent too much time on. Already know. Hyping up them balls. All right. So, a uh, couple things. Uh, one, Seth Hennigan has been named the starter for the University of Memphis. Uh, backing him up, Tevin Carter, registered freshman uh, out of pure youth there um, in town. Um, I, 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 I got to improve my depth chart reading skills here. Why? Cause I was like, like there's like a, like a lot of ores still. <laughs> Memphis uses ore. Yeah, a lot of ores. Or, 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 running back, or. It's, it's a competitive advantage against Bethune Cookman, as you know. Yeah, uh, and you got to have that at all times. Um, so it could running back could be Blake Watson or Sutton Smith or Jay Ducker. It, it, it's probably gonna be and or a lot, right? 
all three of it's those gonna be, guys. It's going to be ands for those guys. Yeah. Like, I mean, there could be a guy that gets the first snaps of the game. I mean, Ducker but, had seven touchdowns last year. I don't know. He played well in the uh, the first responder. Bowl had 86 yards in that game. I, I would think he's getting the first carry, but we'll see. They love uh, Smith, too. Yeah. Uh, so that's the interesting thing there at running back. Uh, What's crazy, too, is that Brandon Thomas is still on this team. Yeah. But he's Why not in this day and age? I know. He's not even on that. Remember, he had season ending injury last year, had the fumble issues. His first three, four games, we said, holy cow, this is next great. Tigers running back, mm-hmm. and just in this day and age of transfers, I'm just surprised to still see him on the roster. And in this case, not even on the, you know, not even on the two deep. Yeah. Uh, so you have that going. Um, past that, receivers: Rock Taylor, uh, Toski Dove. Uh, Rock Taylor is the first name there. Right, Toski is behind yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you have Demir Blankumsey, aka uh, General Tecumseh, uh, and then Marcelo. Uh, Bussy, I like that. Bussy. I, I, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of potential, unless it's pronounced like Gary Busey, you know. But it's spelled like Bussy. Mm-hmm. So can you? Uh, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> there's a little, a little surprise that our Missouri guy's not number one. I guess so, man. A little bit. Again, he put up you know he put up numbers at Mizzou. Bussy, Bussy. <laughs> Joe Skates, Kobe Drake, also a lot of receivers. Crowded receiving room. I like Rock Taylor. I think Rock Taylor's guy's gonna, um, you know, he's been in the program, receiving rooms clearing out a little bit. Yeah, you know, um, I think he's a guy. I, I think he showed a little bit what he could do against Utah State. Four catches, forty-eight yards. Uh, I, I think he's a guy that could actually like take a big step this year with Seth. Um, Ryan Zerville was raving about Anthony Landfear yesterday. Tight end. Yeah, he said he's going to be the next great tight end for Memphis. Well, don't say that too loudly. They'll come somebody from the SEC come snap him up. Yeah, that's right. Um, maybe he's trying to drive the price up. Uh, anyway, yeah, and then on the uh, on the defensive side, Simeon Blair. He's he is uh, he he's is everything. Starting. He's a captain. He's start. He's the only DB listed as a as a starter. For it sure, is pretty for sure. amazing that Memphis got a captain from an SEC defense to transfer in. Yeah, you know that is not common. Well, I, I will say this: you were concerned about leadership when you lose a guy like Quindell Johnson. What he did for that defense, and Quindell's now, you know pursuing a pro career, but you you know, that was a guy you saw last year. If if somebody's talking to the team, it's Quindell Johnson. So hopefully Simeon Blair, you, you you don't miss a beat in terms of the leader he can be. And apparently he's been that since day one. Mm-hmm. You know, they sent him up to uh, media days and everything else. You just don't typically see that with transfers. And so uh seems to have all been sort of handed, you know, put and I get he's earned it apparently, but they've crowned him leader and uh apparently he's done everything to to deserve the crowning. Yeah. Um, past that, I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's any like big surprises or any kind of like real revelations here. Um, in Ma- the end, imagine a lot of guys, right? That's what you would hope. Ideally, a lot of guys are gonna play on Saturday, and you get more figured out uh, for Arkansas State the next week. Maybe in even. terms of depth chart, using this as some sort of gauge. I mean, pretty much it's sort of like I would imagine it'd be like summer league. If you're not shining on Saturday at 6 p.m. against Bethune Cookman, then you don't, you know, you certainly don't need to be in a two deep. Yeah, it's, what's interesting is that you have, you know, you do have a lot of experience defensively for the most part. You know, you've got, um, you know, you've got uh, Malik Feasters there as as one of the oars at cornerback. You know, the the Florida State transfer. He's a fifth year. Um, you've got a lot of redshirt juniors and seniors. Like you just, you do have a lot of experience on the defensive side of the ball. So, I mean, that is that is a positive for Memphis. Like, I, I did a piece with uh, with with Frank Bonner. Yesterday, uh, over at the Daily Memphian, and we, you know, he asked, like, you know, what should the ceiling for this team be? 
And and I just said, you know, flat out, like, man, the ceiling for this team is appearing in the conference championship. We ain't got to tiptoe around that. We ain't and, and we ain't got to we ain't got to pretend like getting to the conference championship would be this great big achievement. This league sucks. It just does. It's bad. You have like four teams maybe that have a chance, right? Well, Tulane, UTSA, Memphis, and if you want to throw SMU in there, I would say getting the conference championship is unnecessary. Uh, development, though, maybe one that doesn't get you excited, but from where you've been, it's an absolute step back up. Yeah, I mean, how many teams are bringing back their quarterback for a third year in this league? How many? How many quarterbacks? For a third year, I don't know. Tulane's got their quarterback though. Back yeah, there. Tulane, UTSA, and Memphis. Like mm-hmm. those are the three, right? And yeah. everybody else has either a first year coach or a first year QB or both. You know, um, how many? How many of those teams are also adding a, a, a captain from an SEC defense a year ago? You know. Um, how many teams got the draw that Memphis got with its schedule? You don't have to see UTSA on this on this schedule. You get Tulane at home. You know, um, Tulane's Tulane is not this perennial AC champion, bro. And they lost one of the best players in college football, in Tajay Spears. I didn't realize how much that dude did. Mm-hmm. Sixteen hundred yards and twenty one touchdowns. Oh, he's a stud. Like he did everything for them. Yeah. So you can have you can tell me. Oh, we got good ones in the room. We got. It ain't easy to replace that guy, you know. You could have goons in the room and still not replace that production. So the, the the path is so there for Memphis football, and I think that's why when we talk about it, right, it does have to be eight or nine. Part of me feels a little guilty that I would put that on a Memphis football coach, but it's true. UAB, North Texas, South Florida, all first year coaches. Navy, all first year coaches. Tulane game at the crib, you know. Yeah. Boise State game, swing game at the crib. It will never set up better for Ryan Silverfield. It, it, it just won't. Um, you don't draw Frank Harris in UTSA. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a huge blessing because that's a real – I mean, we know what that team can do. We saw it. So I think the, the key for Memphis here is, um, you know, you really have to capitalize on the luck here that you have. A lot of people always want to, like, say Memphis – Memphis just can't get a break. Memphis just always gets the run. Nah, man, Memphis Memphis caught a big break with the schedule, you know? And the way that their roster is set up and that there's not a ton of transition, you know, you got some returners with skilled positions. Like, come on, man. You got to maximize what you have. Well, I, I will say you, you talk about the advantages of bringing back a quarterback for a third year. And you're right. He knows the system. Silverfield trusts him, and that is an advantage. But – this is essentially an all new receiving core too. Yeah, I mean it, the so, we- so yes. it's not it's not you know it's not starting from year you know. But I'd rather have new receivers and a new QB, and returning like I'd rather have a, a new receivers and a returning QB than returning receivers and a new QB. It's kind of where I fall there. But but we're not talking an NFL prospect here. At least uh, not right to you, now. to you, right? You understand? Yeah, in your saying? opinion. It, you know, in your it's not it's not Aaron Rodgers. Well, Taylor Mordecai was a damn just keep NFL prospect. And, and I will say he didn't he didn't have enough weapons last year. Yeah. And hopefully he does this year. Yeah. But again, developing those relationships, you ain't got what you have with Calvin Austin. You Bro, he is not Matt Stafford. You got to redevelop that. You ain't got to act like he can't. You got to redevelop that. I mean, he's going to have. I think now, uh, now what's great is you have three games to start this season that should be pretty easy to do that. Yeah. I, I I shouldn't say easy, but certainly not as favorites. challenging as those next three will be after that. So your key swing comes after three games that you should, frankly, get a chance to, to see some things and build that chemistry and those relationships with those receivers So and, and confidence in them. Right. You know, Seth's got to believe you're going to get open for them. That, that's getting established 
against Bethune-Cookman to start, bro. What happened in preseason, all that stuff doesn't matter. It's can you do it for them in games that matter. Now let's see how locked in. And so it's a good thing you got Bethune-Cookman, Arkansas State, and Navy to, to get that established before you, you go into the swing part of your season, the Let, next three games. Let's see how locked in you are. Okay? What's Bethune-Cookman's mascot? I have no idea. I don't know. FCS team. So I don't pay attention. So you don't even have a guess Mm-mm. as to what, what no, they what, are. What is it, though? I'm I'm curious now that you asked. Is it something that, unique? Uh-huh. What is it? It's the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats. That's not unique at all, John. It is. Do you know what their colors are? No, man. See, so you're not locked in. See, if, if the Memphis football team shared your sense of disengagement, it's going to be an L on it's Saturday. It's not about Bethune-Cookman on Saturday. It's about us. Mm. You is could that, never coach a team. Is that what you would say? You could never coach a team because you'd be telling them, well, let's check out what their mascot is. We want to make sure we're prepared here. This is like Y'all know their colors are silver and blue. This you is like coach, uh, Nobody give a damn about that. It's about us on Saturday. Memphis playing BS high this weekend, bro. Basically, right? I mean, that's what we set it up for. Yeah. To get um, fat on. Get that confidence Exactly. Up. Yeah. So I mean, let's do it these first three weeks. Uh, Bethune-Cookman, head coach. Raymond Woody Jr. They play uh, in Daytona Stadium in Daytona Beach, Florida. How about that? Did you know they? I didn't. I, didn't, I thought they were a Tennessee team. I did not know they were in Florida. No, I knew Bethune Cookman was in Florida. Really? I know what their mascot was though. Okay. Never looked at Bethune Cookman. Daytona Stadium is uh, is uh, they're trying to get uh, two hundred million in the city. Uh, they're they're fighting with the Jaguars. They're trying to get the. Uh... <laughs> Can you imagine that in another town? Yeah. The college and the protein. Like, what are we talking Battling about? For state money. We got no money, man. We got Somebody done told Veach and uh, Hardgrave they're getting 200 Well, the reason why, I mean, yeah, you're not. Ridiculous. Memphis can't pay for renovations to a city-owned uh, institution, unfortunately. And even if they could, they could. They, 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 like, they can't, even if they wanted the to. The way you just laid it out when you made the joke about Daytona Stadium says exactly what I'm suggesting back to you. They, Daytona Stadium is a historic Stadium. Uh, since 2014, that has hosted the NAIA National Championship <laughs> game. It ain't going to get Bethune-Cookman in the ACC. Hell no. It uh, it, it might, bro. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, depending on who leaves. Uh, but, yeah, let me tell you a little bit about uh, Daytona State. If, if it's 15000 uh, it was it was uh, constructed in 1988 for $6 million. So, um, they are, like I said, they are currently uh, trying to see how much they can get out of this pot that the government in Florida released to them. Uh, they're actually fighting with Disney World. Disney World is yeah. saying, we we, we got to refurbish Space Mountain. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey wants the money. Yeah. We got to refurbish, uh, what's your favorite ride there? Uh, the Princess and the Frog. We got to. Uh, did you hear Jeff this morning? He said, I, oh, y'all got it wrong. Don't be putting me on the spot like that. Oh, y'all got it wrong. Oh, there's a number. Oh, yeah, he did. He is starting to drop that, isn't he? What, what did he say? He said the Grizzlies, are. they do have a number. And that it's known behind the scenes. And they and, don't like their number. Hey, everybody says, Grizzlies haven't given us a number yet. Grizzlies haven't given a number. They haven't, oh, there's a number. And it sucks. And that's why we're set up the way we are. And that's why you got Memphis. Well, that we must makes have me it. not feel good. I don't think anybody should feel great about this right now. No, you, don't, you don't have enough money to go around. That and team's going in 29 projects. if they get low budge. Did they, did they at least write it on a sheet of paper and turn it over and slide it? Before they told the city, or do you think they just like said it in an email? Like, I'd love to know the answer to that question. Like, how do you inform the city? Like, is it like it's like corporate jargon? 
Is it like, uh, dear Mr. Mayor, thanks for reaching out. While we are excited about the proposal for the city of Memphis and all the exciting things coming to our beautiful town, we too need as much of an investment and a commitment from the city as we can possibly get. Therefore, $350 million is our request. All of it. We, look, all, we want it all. We look forward to uh, circling back uh, in, in the coming weeks with you know, your proposal and now, your rebuttal. I think, uh, and Giannato's made this point, I think from a language standpoint, they can't they can't have all of it, to your point. It's all funny, funny. They can't have all of it, but they certainly can get the majority. 349.9 million. The way Give them a lot. The, yeah, absolutely. No, I... Uh, I mean, where are you guys on this? They should get all the like as much as they possibly can, right? Is that where we're at? I mean, uh, not beating around the bush. Is here. there anybody that on this station that is saying otherwise? No, I mean, it's nobody just, on this station is I mean, saying that. I, I I don't even like I don't even like to kill Memphis. Like as a result of this, I don't I don't. That's like not what this is about. Sort though. of. The, it, unfortunately, it's like it, you you sort of like hit, you know you bonk them on the head. You're like you're not as you're not important. You don't get anything. But it, it's not that. It's that you have no leverage, and leverage is life. And life is leverage. You know, when Jason got this offer, he went into to the commercial appeal office. He said, I'm leaving. They said, no, we want you to stay. And they made him a great offer. And he was never going to take it. But he left that building head up high knowing that he could have come back if he wanted to. And that has carried him throughout. Life is leverage. And Memphis, unfortunately, has none. And the Grizzlies have all. And that's why everybody's in this situation. Oh, Memphis would just like you to believe that if it gets this two hundred million dollars, right. that's its key into the don't gaslight me. Conference. And don't gaslight me. It's just not the case. It's not a truth that you can tell with one hundred percent certainty. I realize that they've been told that Hardgrave has been told that that your your facilities aren't good enough. But that that that's what they're telling you as they as they as they walk away from you. There is no promise that once you've got that, if the number's two hundred, and why couldn't it be one hundred fifty million? But there's no promise that that those doors open for you. They don't want you. And again, I would go back to I'm sure your mark was briefed on the two hundred million dollar plan, and yet you couldn't even get an acknowledgement of him from him that you were considered like he did with UConn and Gonzaga. And like I've said, you didn't you didn't have a no plan when you were talking about to the Big Twelve. You had a plan. You said we're gonna have a two hundred million dollar renovation on the stadium. How much did it matter with them? And so now we're supposed to believe all of a sudden that you get that two hundred and the ACC's doors come open. It's not it's not and if it was the case then this would be a different conversation. But essentially, it's just upgrading the football stadium. Right. That's what it would be yeah. for the football team. And unfortunately, like uh, Memphis is just like... And you don't pit that against uh, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies right. and having the chance to have a professional franchise exactly. that would be valued at much greater in another city. Like I think it might be interesting um, if the Grizzlies stunk, if they were just like really bad. you know. I, but because they're not... And you can't guarantee anything. Like it's it's really just not it's not a, it's not it's not even like go ask your mother type of of a, of a conundrum for me. It's like no, as I'm gonna just answer it. I'm gonna give you the answer right now. I'm not even gonna consult with mom on this one. It's a no. It's a no for me, dog. You know. Yeah, and and I've heard the argument too on the Memphis side of things. Well, you got to get the 200 to them now so they can start up because you know with the deal with costs and everything else, they've got to be able to lock in. If you put the Grizzlies on hold, how much do those costs go up? Whenever you get you finally True. get that deal, what where are costs then? Right, costs you go know up for saying? all. They're, exactly. Yeah. Well, apply the same logic to putting the Grizzlies on hold, and where do those costs Good point. go up? Good point. And so that that's what I'm saying. This, this right. is man, tough. unfortunately, it's it. It's, like, it's what, the what, same. What I keep coming back to that nobody seems to be thinking about is that 
uh, I mentioned it yesterday, but like I, I haven't seen any of this from Memphis's side. Like Memphis basketball plays in the in the four. They play in that building. They play their home games in that building. They they bring recruits in that building. Like if it is a beautiful state of the art, cutting edge facility, buddy, that is only going to help your Memphis basketball program. You know, it's I I I realize it's Memphis. Everybody says Memphis football is the way in. You know, football is the way in. Football. Is, I don't know that's always going to be true. You know, I don't know that's always going to be true. Like there could be a day, there could be a day, Jason, where we look up and football has completely split, and that they that that your league affiliation comes down to basketball and Olympic sports. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And and so then you you're like, damn. Well, all of a sudden, look at us. We play in like one of the most beautiful arenas in the in, in the in the country. One of the new. You know, so it's not just like. Memphis gets left out in the cold here with a you know if the if the bulk of the investment goes to FedEx form they they you know rent that place out you know twenty times a, a year you know mm-hmm. so I don't know it just feels like uh, it's 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 um it's not that that's not being considered enough to me I get why they want football to be renovated it's a it's a it's a crappy situation you know but I'd be looking at how I can you know. How transfer how transformational can I be with this football stadium right coming down? Yes, yes. Because to your point, FedEx Forum remodeled helps me too. Because absolutely, my seat donations, everything else, I can try to go sell more seats in a, in a refurbished FedEx Forum to my basketball program. You understand what I'm saying? Can they kick I, the? Can, I need that for what basketball does for us. Right. A, a new FedEx Forum. Hell, I got a I got a chance to sell more seats. Because the, the the experience is more pleasurable, whatever else. But so so because of that, I got okay. How much how much can I come down now? Right on the football side. Because to your point, in a few years we may be on the outside looking in anyway. Where don't nobody want to come because you're playing for a, 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 a the little kids trophy. Right. You know, after the big boys have broken off from you. Yep. And so it's got to be a matter now. I understand the ne- the the need to plant your flag, say we want this two hundred, but it's got to be a point. If we're talking dollars and cents. Where you got to be talking about well how. How can we get it done in a way that's still transformational at a lower mark? Because that's where you're going to be. Otherwise, people are going. To, this is going to get ugly. Can the Grizzlies kick the Tigers out? Like, do we know? They need the Tigers. They need those dates. Okay, even though they're not. I'm like, just saying, can they? I mean, they they need they need those dates. If it got, if so it's, it, a, it's a partnership they need. If it got so ugly though, if it got so ugly to where it was like we okay we're just not going we're not going to do any business together. I don't know about the lease and everything else. I don't have those particulars in front of me. So and then where would Memphis play? Would they that. play at uh uh not the Pyramid. Where the well, they had that they had the uh Riverview Parks and Events Center, bro? Riverside Parks and whatever the that, hell. That'd be bad business for FedEx Forum. Again, that's a lot of dates, that's a lot of butts and seats and that's a lot of money. Again, remember they break off Memphis in terms of that annual payment, mm-hmm. they get everything else. Right, right, right. So right, they right. need that's they they need those dates. Yeah, it'd be silly for them to say, "Oh no, Tigers, we hate you." Boom, we're kicking you out. They can't. Well, could not doing that. Let me ask you this: It, it, it needs do, to be a partnership. I, I, I'm just talking this out. Do the Tigers have leverage there? Then could they say, "You know what? We're gonna go play at uh, we're gonna <laughs> look at the Coliseum." <laughs> they don't even have leverage there. No, they there's don't. nowhere else to go. Mm-mm. There's no other facility uh, in town, right? They could really, not that it could accommodate what they what they, they would need. they would need at least fifteen thousand, right? They would need at least fifteen thousand seat arena. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.